This is A&E in the City, and I am Jonathan Allo, and here with me today I have Courtney Tripp, and we are your arts and entertainment podcast here at Uptown Audio. Today we're going to start by talking about some local arts and entertainment. Starting off, Portrayal, it's a Goodyear arts company. They're having an alternative portrait exhibit. It's going to be Friday, April 2nd at Camp North End. It's close to Noda, in between Noda and Uptown. The admission is free and they're going to be having this every Friday until April 9th. And I think it's from like 6 to 9 or something like that, but it's free. So you guys should go out and take a look. So is that just like two Fridays? Yeah, I think it's only two starting this Friday. Yeah, but it should be a good exhibit. I saw a lot of local artists, some bigger names. Like I said, it's free. So I think I'm going to try that out because I think that's alternative. That's very attractive. If it's a regular portrait exhibition, it's like, okay, I see myself in the mirror every day. But I was very intrigued by that. And then we have the artificial intelligence exhibit at Discovery Place located uptown Charlotte. Their prices go from like $3 for kids, $9 for adults. But the artificial exhibit is included in that. That's pretty cheap. I know. Okay. What do you think about artificial intelligence? I'm a fan of it. Not going to lie. A lot of people go on and say, oh, it's going to take jobs away from people. Like there's going to be spying on you. There's going to be the robot revolution. But that's been happening for so long now. Right. I don't think we'll see a drastic change in how things are run now. I'm all for it, honestly. Except the creepy part where they start to make like brand new people. Yes. That is is where I don't Robots take over the world. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's really interesting. I actually don't know a whole lot about it. I see stuff about it all the time, but I'm very intrigued to see what type of exhibit they have. You know, if they have some interacting or certain what you call it technology that you can interact with but I will say I am one of those people that I'm like slightly scared of it but now that you say it it has been happening for a long time it's just I think that name also kind of scares people if you look at it so stuff like Siri Siri is like like a step below artificial intelligence like you can literally tell hey book an appointment for me at so and so or I'm call someone with some number and tell them this, and it will do that for you. That's literally what AI is, except you're kind of taken out of the loop, and it just does this stuff itself, and you are by the side. So I think we're already used to it, but we don't know. And also, like, the Alexa. Everyone's yes. scared of their Alexa. But you've been using it for so long, like, right. <laughs> they probably already know all about you. And then last week, I actually went out to Noda Brewing. It's a brewery in Noda, Charlotte, and they have a nice outdoors area. They're also, they also just opened their indoor um, seating as well. But we like to sit outside and we went to Noda Brewing and he said, we're having an event tonight. So we only have inside seating. And I said, you know, what's the event? He said it was Charlotte Symphony. So Charlotte Symphony has started to do in-person events again. I know they were having virtual events mostly. We have Christina here who has a lot of relationships with the people at the Charlotte Symphony. She's a music major. It's really cool to see that they're doing in-person events. I'm sure a lot of the fans are happy to hear about it. It sucks that it's sold out, but I'm sure that they'll be hosting more events in local areas. I think that's that's kind of nice. Whenever I think of symphony and stuff like that, it takes me back to... I don't know if it's Renaissance time, but like Mozart, Bach, those kind of people. The most I've seen about Charlotte Symphony is like over quarantine when they did, like they partnered with the Mint Museum to do the virtual shows and stuff. That'd be interesting. It's a shame that all tickets were sold out though. Yeah, it does, but keeps hope for some more events opening up and maybe some more live music. That's true. (laughs) There's this new breakfast um, restaurant in Charlotte where 
they do live music at the same time. So they open at like seven, they hire bands or do gigs and they just come like and play up until like three o'clock till they close. If you like live stuff, actually, a wooden robot, they do that as well. It's a really nice time. I'm actually going to a concert April 30th. Okay. Lenny Boy Brewing. The band's called Flip Turn. It's an alternative band. I actually went to Okeechobee for spring break and I saw them there. I didn't know anything about them, didn't know who they were. We just went to go see their set and absolutely fell in love. I am constantly playing their music. And so they're coming to Charlotte to play April 30th. But a lot of these breweries, yeah, hosting live events. We see that the Speedway is hosting live events. Those are really expensive. If you're trying to use some of your stimmy, go ahead because I saw the price like two fifty for a car of six people. Two fifty divided by six. Think about it though. What if you don't want to sit with six people? Very true. It's like you and whoever you want to go with. If it's just you, matter of fact, just you drop a good two fifty. That's some AirPods right there. <laughs> And then also Hounds Drive-In, they're having live concerts again as well. It's like a movie drive-in, but they have artists come play. It's a little outside of town. Kings Mountain's about 45 minutes from Concord, but from uptown it's about 30. And it's really cool. It's a lot more laid back than the Speedway. At the Speedway, once you park your car, you can't really walk around. You have to stay in your spot. But at Hounds Drive-In, you can kind of walk around. You can get close to the stage if you want. But it's really nice to see all those things coming back and some outdoor events. I know with the weather getting nicer, it's nice to bring people out. But yeah, so that's a lot of our local events. Did you have any other local events? Actually, I like to go picnicking a lot. Over quarantine, that was something I picked up. And Forest Ward Park just installed these like they're like discs and if you just like mess around with them you make music in public it's interactive it's really fun i hope they're still there but if you're looking to be like outside that is a fun thing to do because there's a lot of, i don't know if you've ever been to Fort Worth park mm -mm. it's like a lot of free space you get a nice view of the skyline is it in noda it's odd it's on the edge of uptown oh it's actually right beside seventh street market it's pretty nice pretty decent something else so Last week, we talked about the Van Gogh exhibit, and I've been keeping up with it. The tickets are going very fast. I think the first, like, two weeks already sold out for every single time, even the randomest of days. But I think that's all I have on local stuff. Okay, awesome. So now into some bigger events. What do you think about gaming? Do you do gaming? It's funny that you say that because I actually just bought an Amazon Luna. Amazon started doing this thing where they wanted to do their own gaming system and stuff, but they didn't want you to have a physical console. So they have their own controller. And all you do is you download their app and you can use that controller on the app anywhere as long as you have Wi-Fi. The thing with that is you have to deal with a monthly subscription streaming fee. It's like $5, $5.99, which isn't bad. And then if you want to play like some more exclusive games, they partner with Ubisoft and it's like $16 a month extra. It's like access to Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, just cause like games like that. It's just like really interesting. I will say though, gaming, the most I do is Games like Watch Dogs, GTA, and FIFA, and maybe 2K. I grew up with a little brother, so he always had an Xbox. I don't know the beef between the PS4 and the Xbox, but he always had an Xbox. And growing up, we always played like Ghost Recon, oh. and those are some of our favorite games. But I never really got into it, but it's funny because the industry has gotten so big and has blown up, especially with Twitch. I mean, people are yeah. making enormous amounts of money off of playing video games and people watching them play video games. It's very very lucrative right now. One of my friends actually just started his own Twitch channel and I think he plays Call of Duty and like maybe Fortnite or something. His name is Mario and he's just like, he just goes off and 
the thing is, you would know there's a market for this, but there is. Like, people just want to watch you play games. Mm -hmm. And there's people who build their own PC game, their own systems, their own computers. And you think a Mac is, is expensive? People drop, like, a good 10 grand on personalized because it's like a personal project and it's fun to see them do but it's an expensive hobby mm -hmm. say that but stuff like that is really it's what's propelling the gaming industry in my opinion yeah and i didn't even know if i should put it since we are an arts and entertainment podcast i feel like now it's its own like category like gaming like i don't know if it's entertainment anymore it's more of its own category but i see a lot of people becoming very successful i personally don't watch twitch i don't understand the hype but i see the hype um going on to our next thing naacp image awards and then have you ever heard of red table talk yeah, yeah, it's the one with the the Smith family. So that's Willow, Jada Smith, and yeah. Jada's mom. I don't know her name. I like it. I like the show a lot. Who who else has she interviewed besides Jordan Woods and Aunt Becky's daughter? She's <laughs> that's funny. I loved Full House. I still love Full House. So I'm glad you made that reference. She's interviewed Will Smith. That was when they had the whole thing about entanglement. Entanglement. That's the oh, what a time. What a time. But she's had like two chains on there. She's had Snoop Dogg. Just a lot of people just like come in, say your piece type of thing. T.I. Like famous people go on there to air out, even though they have their phone and they do it anyways. Right. I'll be honest. I didn't like the Jordan Woods episode. It was like almost a backhanded apology, you know? And even though it was her story, no one really knows what happened and can say what happened. I don't really feel like she owned up that much considering not only is Chloe her best friend's sister, right. but Kylie was also involved. And I feel like she went on the show to, like you say, air it out. I feel like she almost made herself look worse. I have a different opinion from that because... My understanding is that did happen, but in reality of things, she did not have the responsibility to stay loyal to Chloe because first and foremost, it's Chloe interested in a committed relationship. So she kind of didn't owe her, air quotes, didn't owe Chloe some kind of commitment. So I think mm -hmm. Tristan, I don't think he, he ever even gave an apology, but here, here they are back together now. So I think I also look at it a little bit more extreme just because of her daughter. There was her daughter involved and her daughter's going to have to grow up with the world knowing that her dad cheated on her mom when she was little. And it caused all these issues within her family and Jordan Woods, which by the time she's old enough to have social media, hopefully it won't exist. But no, that I feel like that's why I have a more extreme view of it, because there is a child involved and she knew that but I understand what you're saying where it takes two to tango it sucks that she gets all the heat that's society for you though society tends to blame the woman for everything especially a man's shortcomings mm -hmm. but on to a man winning an award Chadwick Bossman. if you don't know who that is it's Black Panther R.I.P. he died from cancer I remember seeing he died. I was hanging out with friends during quarantine. I'm just scrolling through Twitter and it's like, oh, rest in peace. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, how? When? Because he had just, he just released a new movie. Mm -hmm. And I'd seen that. And it's like, 
here he is dead. It's like, wow, that's a shock. It's just crazy. And especially with all the Marvel stuff coming out in this past yeah. year. And yeah. I don't know the impression he put on this world, but he actually won man. two awards and it was outstanding actor in a motion picture and outstanding supporting actor. I think it's cool that they do posthumous awards. It's still good to honor people for the work they've done, even though they're not here anymore. So the Free Britney movement. I'm all for it. All for it? All for it. She's a, She was a woman who was taken advantage of by her own family, which is like, it happens a lot, but it's still very shocking. Like her own dad is just like completely going against her. It's like, why? Because of all the money you were. Well, so did you watch the YouTube documentary? I have not. So a few... I'm not sure exactly who produced it, if it was YouTube or not, but they interviewed her past assistants, people that worked with her for years. And they said that in the beginning of stages of her becoming famous, her father was not in the picture. Huh. He, he was never around. He never traveled with her whenever she would go on tours. He was never really involved in the financials. And a lot of the people that were interviewed said they never even met her father. He was just never around. And then she gets all this money, gets all famous, and the courts decide that he is the one. I don't understand why her mother isn't. Yeah, okay. That's. It. I was about to ask what's up with her mom. Yeah, it doesn't make sense why, why her mother isn't. And I also don't understand why her mom's really not coming out and saying a whole lot. Like her sister or... I'm not actually I don't know if it's Jamie Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah. I think she's her cousin. Her cousin, yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't really come out and said a whole lot, but you know who should go on Red Table Talk? Brittany. That'd be interesting. I think that would be a very interesting episode, but I, I don't know if she'll ever come out and say anything. I think she's just Or have, she's allowed. That's that is true. She might not be allowed, but I I feel like I don't know if you uh she's on like TikTok and she's like posts her videos and uh, I don't know if it's a hidden type of thing, but from what she's put up, I'm just hoping like she's happy in her own little, in her own little world. I know there's a lot going on surrounding that free Britney movement and that she does need to be freed. But it's just I just wish her all the best. And they even said in the documentary, people that are in conservatorship, almost 99 percent of them don't get out of it. Boy, she's a grown woman. And they said that most people that are in it, yeah, like, are very, very old celebrities that can't make these financial decisions, that need someone to kind of help them. And she seems perfectly sane to me. Like you said earlier, celebrity lives aren't what we think they are. And no one really knows what's going on behind the scenes except for Brittany and her family. But I hope that she does get the chance one day to voice what she went through and what happened and kind of give us some more clarity on the situation, but all for the free Britney movement, hashtag free Britney. So next Lil Nas X posted his new video. How do you feel about it? I mean, I couldn't care less for it. Like any other music video It's just like, okay, well he made a video to a song, but the backlash has gotten is just, it's insane. So you were talking about senators. So yes, there's like several governors who were like, Oh, like this is what the world has become. Like Lil Nas X has done this. Like kids are going to be watching this type of thing. Like no, no, bro, y'all are. No, I'm not even going to get political. But that's none of your business. Like go run your state. No, I agree. And it's it would be different if there wasn't already music videos that resemble the same thing. Right. We were talking about this earlier, and Jonathan asked me if I was religious, and you know I'm not bothered by it by all. 
by any means, but I've also been on social media. I've also seen music videos before. I've also mm -hmm. seen all of that before. So it's not, doesn't trigger me. This isn't new. Like if it was like the first ever music video coming out, then maybe I understand the backlash, yeah. but like this has been going on for years, like 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. Look at Britney Spears toxic video. Yeah. And even she was 17, 16 doing some of those videos of her with her like belly showing and whatnot, but not even that like Cardi B, Megan The Stallion, Nicki Minaj. I mean, there's no problem with those. Iggy Azalea, like, like they, they all do the same thing. Yeah. So I don't understand. And it's funny that we talked about earlier how the woman always gets blamed in this situation. It's yeah. kind of like the gender roles are reversed. Okay. So the women are allowed to do it, but he can't. Right. I think something else that also comes to to light with all of this that people are battling with is the fact that he is a gay man. And it's like, oh, my God. A lot of people were like, oh, why would he drop the song? Da, da, da. And I don't think a lot of people realize he's gay. Like it was it was it, before it was like they played these songs. They play his song in the church and people had no problem. But once they realized he was gay, it was like, oh, wow, your homophobia is sticking out, bro. It's 2021. Come on. Right. No, I, I saw him on James Charles YouTube video. He interviewed him and Lil Nas started out as a parody page of Nicki Minaj. Yeah. 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 And he made the song as a joke. He said he just made the song because he thought it was funny. And then it like won records and I'm pretty sure it went platinum. And yeah, he won. He won. I think he won at least two Grammys. He grew so fast. He did. It was what, 2019 when he dropped, when, well, when Old Town Road went like to the top. And then after that, the same summer, he dropped an EP that, that included like Panini. Oh, I love Panini. That was my favorite song for a long time. Panini, Family, Nine, something like that. It was a really good EP. And then end of last year, he dropped Holiday, which is like a Christmas song. Christmas song. I like his music. His music is nice. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give him hate for anything at all. I will say though, leading up to well after this, he's been trolling a lot of people on Twitter. Every I follow him on Twitter and it's the funniest thing to watch. Like just him going back and forth. And this kind of comes back to the thing that you said, like his page started as a Nikki parody. So he is a king in trolling. Like just like going back, he will sit down and just like tweet back at people who are saying all these it's like okay i i understand that he's what well, he's like 22 he's like the same age as us so it's like he's a 20 year old with all this money he can sit down and do this for the rest of what his life and be said i'm sure he, he will continue to make music and be successful no yeah I, and i think another thing is that he i think a lot of people don't think that he's gay because he's not very like flamboyant i feel like he doesn't express it a lot he does on twitter Oh, Twitter, yes, yes. Uh, I guess I mostly see him on TikTok. Okay, that's the thing. So on Twitter, for a long time, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago or a month and a half ago, he had fake boobs. I don't know how he did it, if he edited it all or he had like a, whatever it was. It was, it caused kind of like the same backlash that's going on now. Yeah. It was very like, people were going ballistic, like, oh my God, bro, he's doing this. Like, how? why would you do this? Like. First of all, it's his life. Mind your business. Mm -hmm. You don't need to comment. It doesn't have anything to do with you. And that's the thing with social media is it's supposed to be fun until it's not. Until people are like, okay, wait, 
no, now we have to be serious about this. And it's like, okay, so you choose, you can't pick and choose when right. you want things to be serious and when you want them to be funny. And he's just a funny person. He tries to he make people laugh. And it's sad to see people try and bring him down. I'm not surprised, but just like, okay, I'm impressed by the way he's like going through this. Because, for example, Chrissy Teigen, I don't know if you know, she finally deleted her Twitter this past week yeah. because she gets... She gets so much hit online. I can't say I like her exactly, but I'm in between. Like, she's a celebrity, so I don't really care for that aspect of her life. But her personal life, she said it was weighing down on her a lot. Like, the negativity, which is very, Twitter's a very, can be a very negative place very quickly, too. But I'm impressed that he's held out this long. It's been, what, five days since he, he dropped it Friday. Today's Tuesday. And it's just been crazy. He's just, like, going out. Another thing was the shoes. Oh, yeah. So he had the Satan shoes. And it's like, okay, that's where I personally draw the line. Because from what I heard, there's like a drop of blood, human blood in the soles and like red ink. It's like, no, bro, that's that's borderline. That's like. So now you're taking it to another mm, level. It's, I feel like now it's, it's less about the music. That he, the music and music video. He's just like straight on like trolling. Man, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I, I think that's definitely taking it. Not I don't think he or most celebrities think a lot of things they say or do are too far mm -hmm. just because yeah. in that industry, it's kind of a free for all. I think if you're going to endorse something or try and push it out there to get people to listen to it, you know, I don't think uh, devil worshiping <laughs> and <laughs> human yeah. blood is the way to do it. But it did get attention and he's been the top song for the past five days just purely off this controversy just like going and he's pretty much beat so many records in the past five days like on youtube on spotify and Apple music of the rest it's like wait good for him and it almost makes you think, was that his whole plan? Did he want to get because a lot of people like what's it called clout farming? Have you heard of that term? No, what's that? It's like where celebrities or famous people will create drama just to get themselves publicity. Oh, okay. Yeah. They coined the term clout farming. So maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe he did it. He was like, you know, it's going to cause a lot of people to talk about it. We're talking about it right now. That's true. That's what a lot of celebrities have been doing a, a lot lately, just because people feed off of the drama. Feed. But on to the next new movies to be released in April Godzilla versus Kong movie. But before you, who do you think would win? I don't know if you know anything about either of those monsters or whatever people call them. Who do you think? I do. I have seen both. Okay. And there's several Hong or several King Kong videos, right? Yeah. I almost said Hong Kong. Because <laughs> I've seen, I think I've seen two or three. I think I've only seen two, maybe. But I've seen one of the Godzilla. I will never forget the Godzilla video because it terrified me. But I think Godzilla would win. Eric Kong. Maybe I forget how big King Kong is. I remember seeing the very first movie of that one where he's like climbing up the, was it the Empire State Building, and he's just like that. That scared me. So I. I think they're about the same size, honestly. But I think the only reason why Godzilla would win was because of this, its tail. Yeah. That's literally all. Yeah. Oh, no, it also shoots stuff out of its mouth. It's like I was about blast. to say, he, he has like a... Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I think it'd be a tough one. It's a very... It'd be it'd be something good to, to see, though. I'm, I'm excited. I think it drops tomorrow. I'm glad movies are coming out. I miss walking down that aisle to my seat with 
maybe popcorn in my hand or something. Mm-hmm. What other movies are coming out? I've, um, I've only heard about this one. Oh, I think everything is also on the download because people aren't actually going to movies anymore. Like, you just sit at home on the couch and it's on HBO Max or Amazon, something like that. There's Unholy, Mortal Kombat. Used to play that game. So it's like, okay. So I'm say it's not a game. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, One Perfect Wedding. Don't know what that's about. Every Breath You Take. I've seen a trailer for that one. It's It looks like it'll be interesting. What's it about? Um, I can't tell you. It's like the thing where they make you just like it's just they don't I'm, show you the plot, but no, they show you clip. Like yeah, pretty much that. And then there's this one with Michael B. Jordan. I don't know how you feel about him. It's a live adaptation of a Tom Clancy book without remorse. I think he's a pretty good actor, so I think he he'll pull it off well enough, regardless of what it is about. And then there's like a Thunder Force. Hmm. Couldn't tell you what it's Marvel? about either. I don't think so. It's just it's a Netflix movie. Hmm. Octavia Spencer and some some other woman. I don't know who that is. Netflix movie? Like, yeah, they are. You said that last yeah, time. Netflix yeah, Netflix movies. I love you, Netflix. Netflix, please don't come for me. <laughs> Your shows are amazing. Keep up the great work. Sponsor her. Your movie, yes. Hire, hire Courtney. <laughs> I need a job. I'm graduating in two months. <laughs> no, I, I love Netflix, but uh, the movies, I just, I think my initial anger started whenever the ki- Kissing Booth movie came out. I was very cliche and just like cringe. I love Jacob Elder. I know. Elordi. 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 Something like that. Yeah, I know who he is. Jacob Elordi. He is so fine. And he... He's, he's such a good actor, too, but he played a terrible actor in that movie. And I feel like it's also because her counter-terrible acting on top of it. But the movie was just so cringe, and I was so excited about it. And people love it. People rave about it. And yeah. It, There's like three of those now. Yeah, there is. Oh, my God. I think another one of those that you can kind of tack onto that category is To All the Boys I Love. The first one was good. I like the first one. It's pretty decent. But then it's like you're repeating the exact same story three times. Like, bro, we get it. Especially when there's movies like like um, Kissing Booth. I was like, it's the same thing, just different actors. Agreed. I will say I don't like Noah Centineo. I don't know why he's not that talented. There's more talented people out there. I don't know why he keeps getting. Would he you, got. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Would you put him as a Netflix actor? Yes. I don't I don't think he should go past a Netflix movie. Apparently, he, he just got cast in the Black Adam movie with Dwayne Johnson oh and he's I did see that it's like why why he is like he is literally your rom-com teen Netflix movie yeah like I'm all for moving forward getting new roles but I personally just don't like that man's acting I agree but no I'm very excited about these movies coming out and being able to go back to the movies again and like I said you can rent out the movies if you'd like it's a hundred dollars get like 10 of your friends that's 10 bucks each they have the reclining chairs it's over here in Concord by the PNC that's one thing I cannot wait to open the PNC yes for movies and stuff definitely I will say though a little something to throw in there is UNCC also has their own movie theater the Pop Marston Union I think so Union Theater Exactly. That's what it is. We show a couple movies every weekend, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. At There's two different showing times at 4 and at 7. And there's a good, I think there's a good library of movies they show. So if you're listening to this and you go to Charlotte, it's a good way to spend your weekend, especially if you live on campus and you don't have a car. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Look out for 
Uptown Audio's Niner Sports Talk coming out this week, and then we'll be releasing this on probably Thursday, and we'll have a new episode coming out next week. If you are bored and want to read something, the Niner Times just came out with their newest edition. It was actually they, pretty they funny. They did a great job. Hence the satire. Emphasis mm-hmm. on the satire. Niner Times is not going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> But thanks for listening, guys. Hope you have a good one. This is Courtney. This is Jonathan. Thanks for listening to A&E in the City.